And now, coming to you from the gleaming spires of Chicago, broadcasting throughout the multiverse, the Nine Realms, Niflheim, Svartalfheim, Olympus, Nidaveller, basically anywhere that has the internet, really, we proudly present Radio Free Asgard. everybody and welcome to Radio Free Asgard. This is episode number 229. We're the only Thor podcast hosted by a true descendant of Odin and we're a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. I'm coming at you from beautiful Chicago, Illinois. As always, my name is Tom Harris and I am your host. So welcome along and yeah, everybody see the uh, Hulk and Ant-Man commercial for the Super Bowl, the Coke commercial? Cute. Yeah, it, it was fun. I mean, I, I, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I have to admit, I couldn't care less about football. But the, uh, the commercial was, was pretty excellent. So I, I, was, I was amused by it. So I hope you all saw it. It's too bad they didn't have Thor in it, but hey, you know. And of course, they had the trailer also for Civil War, which Thor's not in. But that's okay, because it still looks pretty uh, decent. And I think that uh, once that finally comes out, uh, be... Uh, going to see that as well. Other than that, I really don't have a lot to talk about up the show. There's the obligatory plug. If you guys uh, feel like donating to the Big Walk, go to uh, GoFundMe slash Tom's Big Walk. And we have a few very modest prizes that we are willing to give away uh, for donations. And uh, hope that you guys go and donate to ADAA on behalf of the Big Walk. And I have been getting ready. I'm still getting ready. Got a few more little things done this weekend. Trying to get the uh, GPS stuff sorted out before I go. And, you know, every time I think I've got it finally sorted out, something else comes up that that is a... uh, a complication. And so, of course, uh, yeah, it, it does take a lot of effort to try to get ready for a big trip like this. And I still don't even have all the gear. I still need to get a couple things. But I do have uh, my last week of work this week. So, yeah, by the time you hear this, I will have one day of work left. So, yeah, I, my last day of work is the 12th. And then I have about 10 days, actually, it's 12 days to get ready for the trip. And it's going to be a rush of activity here. Uh, I've got a, a bunch of cleaning up and stuff to do here in my apartment, trying to get, uh, you know, just kind of get stuff ready because I have a feeling that when I get back, I may have to move and I don't want to have to deal with that unless the place is already kind of clean. Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> you don't need to hear about that, do you? <laughs> anyway, uh, we have a uh, issue of Thor's to cover, so let's go ahead and move along to our review. Cross the rainbow bridge of Asgard, where the booming heavens roar. You'll behold in breathless wonder, the god of thunder, mighty Thor. So this week we are looking at Thor's number three. Cover date is November of 2015. Retailed for $3.99. Cover art is by Chris Sprouse and Carl Story. Shows Loki, the uh, Loki that we have with the knit cap, and he's dressed in a tattered old trench coat, and his hands are chained together, and he's being uh, led somewhere. 
He's got Ultimate Thor on one side of him, and it looks like Rune Thor on the other side of him. In the back, we have silhouettes of some of the other Thors. And we open up to the title page, where it says, Secret Wars. The multiverse was destroyed. Now all that remains is Battle World, a massive patchwork planet composed of fragments of worlds that no longer exist, maintained by the iron will of its god and master, Victor Von Doom. Doom. Each region is a domain unto itself. Tasked with policing the domains of Battleworld are the Thors, extraordinary men and women deemed worthy to mete out justice in the service of Doom, the All-Father. We have a bit of a roll call. We have Ultimate Thor, uh, Beta Ray Thor, his face is crossed out because he's dead now. Rune Thor, Destroyer Thor, Stormborn, Groot Thor, Thor the Green, the Frog of Thunder, Old Thor, and Thor the Unworthy. While investigating a series of serial murders targeting the same woman across every domain, someone murdered Beta Ray Thor. His partner, Ultimate Thor, fueled by vengeance, pursued the only lead he had, the victim's name, Jane Foster, leading him directly to none other than Loki, who he found near the body of a dead man, a dead man named Donald Blake. Thor's, and the title of the story is The Thunder Room. Jason Aaron was the writer, Chris Sprouse and Goran Sajuka were the artists, Carl Story and Dexter Vines were the inkers, Marte Gracia and Israel Silva were the color artists, VC's Joe Sabino was the letterer and production person, uh, the cover, cover artist is Sprouse, Story and Dave McCaig, and we have some variant covers by Dale Keown, Jason Keith, and Ryu Moto. Assistant editors John Moisan, editor Will Moss, executive editor Tom Brevoort, editor in chief Axel Alonso, chief creative officer Joe Casada, publisher Dan Buckley, and Alan Fine is the executive producer. Store was created by Stanley, Larry Lieber, and Jack Kirby. This issue opens up in Doomguard. It's a big palace floating on a big rocky island in space. And we have Big Castle there. And we are in the headquarters of the Thors. We see a bunch of Thors gathered outside of an interrogation room, which is clearly what that is. And there's a table in there with a chair. And Loki is there, his head down on the table. And sitting next to him is Beta Ray Thor's hammer. And we have a group of Thors outside. We have Destroyer Thor, Rune Thor, uh, Ultimate Thor, Thor, the furry Thor, uh, Stormborn, which is Storm, and Groot Thor in the background. And Rune Thorn says, I'll have him talking, screaming, but talking. He's asleep, says Ultimate Thor. Ray always said only a guilty man sleeps in the Thunder Room. I brought him in. It was my partner he killed. No one goes in that room but me. The clock is ticking, Goldilocks, says Rune Thor, and the old man wants answers. You don't have time to pussyfoot around on this one. Why don't you let me and Stroyer take the lead on... I've seen how you interrogate a suspect, Rooney. I want the truth out of this guy, not whatever lies he'd spout just to make you stop hurting him. Heh, <laughs> you know, you're not half the Thor you think you are, Leaf. Someday soon, you're liable to find that out the hard way. We all know Ray was the brains of the operation, and look where that got him. Good luck with your all thing, Ultimate Thor. And Rune Thor goes stalking off. And Frog Thor is there and he says, Rune Thor is the crown prince of schmucks, 
but he might actually be right about you needing some help on... What do we have on this guy, Throg? asked Ultimate Thor. His name is Loki. Other than that, there's not much. No domain of birth, no known family or gang affiliations. He's got a record, but it's all pretty penny-ante stuff. And we see that Loki is asleep on the table there. Last known place of residence was a cardboard box in an alley on 50th Street. Which was right where we found Ray's body. And then we caught him sneaking around at the Donald Blake scene. It's him. He's our killer. And Storm says, He doesn't look like much leaf. You really think he could take down a seasoned Thor like Ray? He's up the hell out of Thur when we were trying to bring him in. He's a magic user, Stormborn. And he reeks of arrogance. The arrogance and inflated self-importance that come from being an accomplished killer. I am Thor, says Groot Thor. Magic dampeners are in effect, says Throg. But we're flying blind here, Leaf. We have no idea what this guy is even capable of. You sure know what you're doing, Thunderer? Nobody opens this door. I don't care if the building's on fire. And Ultimate Thor goes into the room and he closes the door behind him. We have, like, looks like a magic seal on the door. And we hear a voice. Ah, and so it begins. One Thor, one Loki, one Hammer. Why do I get the feeling I know how this story ends? And lightning starts to rumble down in the ceiling. There's a lightning kind of cascading around the room. Because you know when you're caught, this room tends to have that effect. We call it the Thunder Room. This is where crimes get solved. And Loki chuckles at that. And we get a double-page spread here. We've got Ultimate Thor. He's leaning up against the table, and he's questioning Loki. Loki's leaning back in the chair, and he's answering the questions. They're having this little conversation back and forth. You mean this is where you beat your suspect until he repeats whatever confession you feed him? That's not how this is going to work, says Thor. I'm not going to touch you. No, that's what the hammer's for, isn't it? That and a bit of mental torture. You lock me in a room with a weapon I'm not worthy enough to lift to demonstrate your power and the hopelessness of my own situation. Bravo. Your father would be proud. Let's leave Doom out of this. Who said anything about Doom? You're wrong about why the hammer's here. That's the weapon of the Thor you murdered. Is that what you think I did? I know Ray came to see you. You were one of his informants. Yes, the horse-faced Thor did come asking questions. He was always asking questions, and I'd tell him what lies I'd heard trickling through the shadows. That night he came asking about a series of murders. Did you tell him more lies? I confess, that night I did something foolish, something I should never have done. I told him the truth. I gave him a name. He spoke that name as he died. What do you know about her? About Jane Foster. I know she's dead. All over Battleworld, they're all dead. Why? Why did she have to die? Because some people will do anything to protect the thing they love most. And the thing you love most is yourself. I suppose I can't argue with that. So Jane Foster was somehow a threat to you. That's why you killed her. Her and this Donald Blake. You'd like for me to be the villain here, wouldn't you? You don't even know why you want it so badly, but you do. That would make things so much easier. But I'm afraid there are no easy answers to your questions. Certainly wasn't easy for your partner. You should have heard the way he screamed. 
And with that, uh, that's a little bit too much for Thor. He picks up Loki, slams him against the wall with a crud of doom, and there's lightning cascading all around. I thought you said you weren't going to touch me. Then I guess you're not the only one who's been lying. You've been lying to yourself since the day you were born. You just don't know it yet. How did you kill him? Ah, at last a question you ought to be asking. How indeed. He was beaten to death, your friend, wasn't he? Your super strong friend who wielded a magic hammer for a living. Do I look like I'm capable of bludgeoning a Thor? Such a big, strong Thor like your friend. Now, if he'd been stabbed in the back, and Thor kind of tightens his grip on him, kind of strangling him a little bit, and Loki's like, I've seen the bodies. I know exactly what you're capable of, you. And then he stops suddenly, and he's looking at Loki, and he's like, I'm... I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. I'm sorry. That's not like me. It's... I'm frustrated, okay? I admit it. This is all very frustrating for me. You must see that. Of course you see that. I imagine it's painfully obvious to someone like you. You're smarter than I am. I'm sure we can both agree on that. I've got nothing on these cases. I've always had nothing. It was dumb luck that I caught you at all. And I'll admit that. I'll tell everyone. I'm not here to judge you. That's not my job. I want to learn from you, how you did it, how you chose them. I'm in awe of it, I really am. I'm in awe of you, I want to know everything. No one else is listening. And look, I'm not writing anything down. This is just you and me in here. Please, Loki, teach me. And Loki looks at him in this sort of shocked expression. And then he starts laughing and he's like, Ha! Wow! That was, that was really something to see. Does that sort of thing ever actually work? And he looks across the table and Thor's there kind of giving puppy dog eyes and he looks away and he goes, sometimes. You must interrogate a lot of hulks. I interrogate all kinds. You've made hulks cry before, haven't you? I bet you're really good at making hulks cry. Jane Foster, Donald Blake, you left them for me to find. You must want to tell me all about it. Now's your chance. You shudder whenever you say their names. Do you even realize that? Do you ever wonder why that is? Why her? That's what I wonder. What was she to you? Nothing. Can you say the same? You had some reason for choosing her. What are you trying to... What did you see when you looked into her eyes? The ones who still had eyes. What do you feel when you hear her name? That's not what we're... Jane Foster... Jane Foster. Jane Foster. Shut up. You don't get to. That fluttery little feeling deep in your guts right now. That's the answer to all your questions. That's the feeling. That feeling is why she's dead. You're why she's dead. You think you're so damn clever, but you're about as clever as every other two-bit piece of filth who sat in that chair. You think the gravity of your crimes makes you important? If that's true, then tell me something I haven't heard a million times before. Unless you're prepared to be a man and admit what you've done, I can't help you. And just so you know, if I walk out of this room with nothing, don't expect the next Thor to be as good-natured as I am. Oh, are we playing the good Thor, bad Thor game already? Only this time it's no game, is it? You're the only one who ever thought it was a game, Loki. I suppose we're done here. I was hoping you'd at least put some of the pieces together yourself. But I'm really going to have to hold your hand through this, aren't I? 
You say you want my help? Open your eyes, Thunderer Thorleaf. I've been helping you all along. Why do you think I moved the bodies? I left them for you to find. I even called in the anonymous tips. You wanted recognition. You needed an audience. You admit it. What I wanted was the truth. I sleep in a cardboard box. I live my life in the shadows. But I have always known in my heart that I was meant for great things. That greatness was taken from me. The Prince of Lies doesn't like being lied to. Where did you move them from? Where were they buried? All over. But that doesn't matter anymore. They're all together now. Whatever's left of them, at least. Once my work was discovered, the others were moved before I could get to them. Others? You're saying there are more bodies out there? Oh, yes. Lots more. More Donald Blakes, too. Would you like to see them? And Thor turns and he leaves the room. And he gives an order as he leaves the room. Put him in a cell. Anybody so much as touches him, they answer to me. And we get a scene here of Thor. He's flying around, and he's uh, apparently going to um, where, where a bunch of these uh, Jane Fosters are. And he's thinking to himself, could be that he's toying with me, in which case I turn up the thunder when I get back. But for now, I follow the directions he gave me, because he's maybe just cocky enough to be telling the truth. So cocky and clever that he'd managed to hide a mass grave in the one place no one would ever think to look. A place where everyone who lives there is already dead. And he arrives in the Deadlands, and there's a bunch of dead people. Some of them are dead superheroes. And they, they're they kind of coming at him, and they're all going, Brains, brains, brains. I'm a thunderer in the Hall of Homicide, Thor thinks. I've been for 15 years. I work too many hours. At least that's what my last several ex-girlfriends said. When I'm not working, I'm drinking. Sometimes when I've drunk enough, I sleep and try not to dream of dead babies in dumpsters. My job is to sit and talk with murderers and madmen. My job is to speak for those who can no longer speak for themselves. And as he's uh, thinking this, he's smashing a bunch of zombies or trying to uh, get to him. But Mjolnir is keeping them back. And he finally uh, finds a uh, like pile of corpses where Loki said to look. And one of them is wearing a name badge, and he picks it up, and it says, Jane Foster. But right now, much like these stinking bones at my feet, I find myself speechless. And we see the full, uh, the full scope of this, and you see it looks like uh, hundreds of skeletons just kind of gathered together in this one place. And he uh, summons Mjolnir back to himself, and Mjolnir is like trailing all this gore behind it um, of all the uh, zombies that it's just killed. The bastard was right, he thinks. I do quiver whenever I say their names. Got no idea why, just a nagging feeling that I should. There's that something I'm missing, something obvious. I keep waiting for it to suddenly jar loose, to hit me over the head like a ton of... And he is uh, whapped on the head with something. He uh, falls down with a... <laughs> uh, scatters some of the bones. And um, guts up and he thinks, that was no zombie. Felt like being sucker punched by a dozen hulks all at once. What in holy hell could... And he uh, hurls his hammer at uh, whatever it was that hit him. And it strikes against another hammer, interestingly. And then my heart sinks. There's no mistaking the clang of Uru on Uru. 
or the feel of a hammer to the face. And uh, the hammer smacks him across the face, and we have a full-page spread here, and it is Rune Thor, and he is not looking happy. He has smashed the uh, Ultimate Thor down, and the two of them are scrapping, and, and Ultimate Thor's like, Rooney! And the hammer's clanging against each other. Here, wa-boom! And they're fighting. There's lightning flying everywhere. Rooney, you miserable son of a... You want a fight, I'll give you a fight. But wait till I'm off the damn clock. A Thor is dead, and I've still got a job to... <laughs> if you want to know the truth, he wasn't much of a Thor, says Rune Thor. Here's hoping you put up more of a fight than your partner did. And he's like, what? And he gets smacked again by Rune Thor's hammer, gets knocked back, drops his own hammer, and he's being wailed on by Rune Thor. He's just laying on the ground and getting hammered on. And he's all beat up, and he uh, says out loud, Rooney, you can't be. You, What are you saying? I'm saying goodbye, Thorleaf. And he's getting ready to, to uh, pound the uh, ultimate Thor into dust. And we see that uh, Destroyer Thor is there too. And we shift scenes, and I guess it's, uh, I don't know, he knocked him out or, or whatever. And there's... Uh, still some thoughts here coming and we see a bunch of zombies and they're some of them are dressed in superhero outfits i don't recognize any of these guys right offhand i think that's talisman from alpha flight and there's the valkyrie and this guy uh not sure who he is it's Deadshot or somebody like that one of those uh those gun guys i don't i don't recognize any of the other zombies and we i guess he's thinking there aren't any old retired thors in the world Sooner or later, we all die in the line of duty. And the zombies are encroaching on them. They're going, hungry, meat. The best you can hope for is that you leave behind more closed cases than open ones. And that another Thor will come along after you to close the one that killed you. And the zombies are leaning over him, eat. And all of a sudden, uh, an axe goes swooshing through the zombies. They're about to kill him. And it is. The real Thor, and he says to him, I thought I told you to drop this case. It looks like you didn't listen. Good. Maybe now we can get some work done. And this is to be concluded. And that is Thor's number three. And of course, we do have a few things to say about it, as always. But first, we have a trailer for a podcast that we like. Here at Quark's, customer satisfaction is our primary concern. I'd say we just found our way into a wormhole. I'm Kira Norris. Lieutenant Commander Worf reporting for duty, sir. You're the best crew any captain ever had. This may be the last time we're all together. This will shortly become a leading center of commerce and of scientific exploration. Starfleet, one of our most important posts. It is quite simply, Commander. The journey you have always been destined to take. Sensors are not functioning. We've lost all contact with the space station. What the hell is happening out there? Shields up. <laughs> Damage report. Battle stations. I'm Captain Benjamin Sisko. Welcome to Deep Space Nine. Listen to the Prophets, a Deep Space Nine Two True Freaks presentation with Sean Engel and Andrew Leyland. And now with 100% more Paul Spataro. 
And we're back. And of course, we have a few things to say about the issue. Um, I'm digging it. I mean, you know, it's not exactly what I was expecting as far as, you know, the twist. I, I mean, I figured at some point that there would be a, a big betrayal and I figured there would be a bad Thor. I thought perhaps that Rune Thor was a little bit too predictable. But hey, it's a Jason Aaron book, and so everything is predictable. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, the story itself is is just kind of like I said, it's blasé. It's every cop buddy movie, and it's structured like a lot of them too. So you know, this is goes right into all the CSI stuff. I mean, this is exactly the sort of thing that happens in those cop shows. But that's okay. At least the art's good. I mean, I like the fact that um, we have Chris Sprouse here. And this issue, it seems like he's being inked a little bit more heavy by Suzuka, and it's not—it's looking not quite as good. I, I think that uh, Sprouse is one of those pencilers that you maybe don't want to be too strong over his pencils because he, he has a really good sense of structure. He has a really good sense of of layout, and he can tell a story for sure. And that's something that you know he's come a long way since the 1990s when he was working on Legionnaires, but you know. It's it's a good looking issue, and the art, I guess you could say it looks even a little bit old fashioned. It, it's not as uh, photorealistic as a lot of the art in comics nowadays. It's not you know painted all fancy, but it, it is interesting, and uh, I have a lot of good things to say about it. But you know I've been saying good things about it, so anyway, um, one story point that I find really interesting, and I don't really have an issue with it, but. It's interesting that in this universe where there are the you know thousands and thousands of Thors, we only have one Loki apparently. So nobody recognizes Loki, you know, so apparently this whole battle world thing, whoever put this all together, I don't know if it was it the Beyonder, I don't really know. I don't know anything about this. If if anybody knows the answer, they should let us know. They only kept one Loki around, which is interesting. So that's just kind of an interesting twist. I don't know what it means, but it's an interesting... I, I mean, what Loki is this? I mean, is this the 616 Loki? It's really kind of hard to tell. It could be any of them because they're, you know, they're kind of all the same, aren't they? All right. So with that, it's about time to wrap up the show. Once again, folks, thanks very much for listening. We really do appreciate it. And, of course, you can email the show if you want to. The email address is radiofreeasgard at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Facebook, look for Radio Free Asgard there, and Twitter, at Radio Free Asgard. And with that, we are back over the Rainbow Bridge, back to Midgard, and we'll see you next time here on Radio Free Asgard. You have been listening to Radio Free Asgard, a production of Tom Harris USA Productions, which is totally responsible for its content. The Mighty Thor and all associated characters are mostly copyright Marvel Comics, the stories presented are done so for educational, review, and entertainment purposes only. No ownership is implied. The silly voices, however, well, they're all me. Musical selections from Eden, the invincible sword of the Elfsmith, are copyright Mott's Vent and are used with permission. If you like what you've heard on the show, we hope you'll leave us a review on iTunes, tell your friends, or even join our Facebook group. We really love hearing from our listeners, and we appreciate all of your support. Thanks once again very much for listening to Radio Free Asgard.